So it took me a minute to join you tonight because I completely forgot what I watched. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. And it was big. Book. And it was big. Oh. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, too. <laughs> oh, it was a big thing that you watched. You forgot. <laughs> it, it was actually a very big thing that I watched. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting here prepping for the show. And I'm and I'm sitting here going, what what the fuck did I watch? <laughs> Shit. So I somehow had to reverse engineer and go through all the apps and say, was it was it this? Was it Netflix? Was it Hulu? Was it Amazon? Was it HBO Max? Uh-oh. And then I thought, well, and then sidebar, I said, well, fuck, I subscribe to a lot of shit. But <laughs> but I finally remembered what it was. So ah. so right. the show is on. Yay. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you catch up on all of our back episodes of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill by logging on to thewatchlistpod.com. Engage us on social media, and I mean that, at symbol the watchlist pod, at symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button pretty please with sugar on top wherever you listen to your podcasts. All righty then. Yeah. So apparently I missed the boat on fucking Suicide Squad. It's getting massively good reviews. Say that again? So I I told you that I thought Suicide Squad, Squad was meh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Everybody loves it. Best DC movie in a long time, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So I started. Yes. Dwight saw it today, slept through part of it, obviously, because that's what he does when he goes to the theater. And he said he loved it. Really? Yeah. And he paid for it at the theater. I'm like, dude, dude, you could watch it for free right here. Yeah. He didn't seem to care. So, okay. So that's a very interesting thing. He he could have watched it for free. Yeah, he could have watched it for free and slept on the couch and not spent money to go to sleep to go to sleep <laughs> at the theater with his brother. Uh, but no, he chose to go to the theater. With his so, brother. what was his rationale beside? Uh, I, I wasn't gonna get that deep into it. I'm like, dude, you just paid to sleep somewhere. Yeah. I mean, if he had said, you know, I wanted to see it on the biggest screen possible. He did mention there's this great big screen in front of it. Yeah, but you slept in front of that great big screen. Yeah. Okay. So his, his he can't argue with me if he's just going to go and sleep. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, all of your arguments are, are null and void because you didn't watch the movie entirely. You slept through it. Indeed. Uh, so I, so in all fairness, and even David, shout out to David again, uh, who will be rearing his head again later on in the show. Um, you know, he said, I just watched it. I loved it. And I said, what did I miss? So I started watching it again. Uh-huh. And, and did you watch it by any chance? Well, see, I was waiting for him to come home so we could watch it together. Ooh, he broke relationship rules. Ooh. Well, the the first like fucking five minutes of that movie are uber violent. 
first five, ten minutes of that movie are uber violent. Okay. And that's exactly when Laura walks in. Oh, no. As, as, as I'm starting to rewatch this. And she's like, oh, fuck. I, that's disturbing right before I go to bed. <laughs> and and after that, I was like, well, I, I will continue my rewatch later. Mm-hmm. So eh, there you go. All yeah, right. Later. So this week, uh-huh. I, I saw two things. And you said you saw a couple of things. I have two things in the international show. Sweet. All right. So why don't you kick us off today? Okay. So the first thing that I've got is on Netflix. It's a six-part documentary series called Heist. Mm. And it covers three separate heists. And it's explained by the people who actually pulled them off. And they're kind of like your regular guy, just anybody. But they're not like super evil type people. They're just like your neighbor or whatever. Mm. Like uh, the one story that I watched was about a guy. His name is Gilbert toby kurtzinger he's a former elite league softball star turned suburban dad he's working in a distillery he's bored he wants to get his improve his family's quality of life so he starts smuggling bottles of this poppy van winkle extremely rare brand of bourbon out of the distillery and at first he's just selling the bottles for cash here and there around town But then it becomes like a small business and it goes into full-blown organized crime and 200 bottles of this legendary bourbon worth around close to $4,000 just suddenly are discovered missing. And that's when the local sheriff is on a, a rampage to find the criminal mastermind who stole all this Poppy Van Winkle bourbon. It was really, it's really something to watch. Like how, how I'm like for bourbon, just and and nobody's doing inventory control on this shit to realize that like 200 bottles are gone. Nobody caught this until now. How long is it? And it ends up like not. There's a whole lot of different people smuggling bottles out it's like it seemed like it wasn't just this one guy like there are other people who were doing shady shit too okay have you you've worked in a mall in your life right oh yeah yeah okay so i used to work in water tower place and i worked at eddie bauer in Mm -hmm. water tower place love that job by the way and i never did i i never stole anything but this was in a day, this was, I think this was like 91, 92 that I worked there. I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of fuzzy on the math, but it was like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I would look in the back room and this was around Christmas time. So did you work in a mall, in a store during Christmas time? I worked at a bookstore. That's right, you did. Crocs, Crocs, right? Yeah, Crocs. It was several years. Right. And then I worked at Carson's for a little bit. Like I was uh, seasonal help at Carson's. So you know how like backed up a stock room can get. Yeah. Especially during the holidays. Yeah. Well, the back of Eddie Bauer 
was a shit show. Mm-hmm. Boxes left and right, and we had no place to put it on the floor. We packed the floor to the max, but but we had boxes and boxes and boxes. So at the end of the night or before, you know, the the store opened, we would go in the back and replenish and then open. But I swear to you, the the devious part of your mind, that 2% goes, how could I take this? And it would have been so easy back in the days when there really weren't many digital cameras around and all oh, that yeah. other sort of there shit. There was no camera as far as I know in our store. There was no camera. Right. And the back was the only way you could take out the trash. Yeah. Yeah. In Water Tower Place. And, and at I was, my mall, too. Right. You had to go and through so, the back door. And so I was thinking, this would be really fucking easy. So for for tons of stuff to go missing without anybody noticing it, yeah, I get that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, and this is a warehouse, but I mean, you'd think as the, somebody would have inventory on how much is there in their warehouse, especially when this is like some legendary $4,000 bourbon, you would think they would have inventory control and i wish to god i could taste liquor that good i can with tequila i can taste a better tequila over not good tequila i can do it with gin but i cannot do it i mean and i appreciate everybody shout out to terry our friend terry loves 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 whiskey or bourbon actually i think um and i can't tell the difference i honestly if you put a $4,000 bottle in front of me and a $4 bottle in front of me, I probably couldn't tell the difference. Well, Dwight works in a warehouse, so he knows that kind of where you need that level of inventory control and that everybody's always counting all that shit. So it's just amazing that this distillery just did not have that kind of (laughs) control. That kind of control over their stock to where they and, would know. <laughs> and I have to say <laughs> like this. Seriously, yeah. And I have to say this before Terry actually, because she does listen from time to time, which which we appreciate. Uh-huh. Um, Lagavulin, which was the, the scotch that was featured on Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. is actually constantly in her, in her basement. So, <laughs> yes, Terry, I know that Lagavulin is a single malt scotch. All right. Just saying. Okay, Good there you go. Okay. Yeah. All so right, this, so would you yeah. recommend this? Oh, totally. It was fun to watch. I mean, and, and the people who pulled it off are the ones telling the story. So it's not like a third, it's not like, I don't know, it's, it, it's a little different and it's a little more everyday guy and not, you know, some violent criminal kind of a thing. Mm, going mm-hmm. on and and it was just it was really interesting the whole story of this poppy van winkle bourbon was just really interesting to me i i found i was like what that's crazy and there's a couple other stories in this i mean this isn't the only heist they're talking about different ones so i, I haven't seen the others yet but I, I will be watching them soon enough interesting all right and that's on netflix, on netflix. yes Got heist it. on netflix so the first thing I have to talk about is a show that's on Siffy or, <laughs> or sci-fi. Yes. Surreal Estate. I was going to record that and I didn't. 
on your VCR? Oh. Were you going to pop a tape? In my it? DVR. I've got a DVR. I was going to set it to record it because I forget. Oh. I don't know when this shit is on. I see the, hey, it's coming soon. I'm like, cool. I'm going to record that. And I. Patty, it's I called it. on demand. You can just. With Dish Network, you don't get all the same on demands that regular cable people get. So oh. I may or may not actually get it. Like, in order for. Uh, uh, miracle workers. I don't get any TBS on demand on my T on my dish network. I had to no shit. I had to go to my fire stick, load up the TBS app on my fire stick and then log in with my dish network login uh, to be able to watch that, that one episode, half an hour. And before I get into <laughs> my review of real estate, but yes. before I get into my episode of my thing of real estate, that's exactly why old people don't get streaming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Because, you know, if you have Dish Network and you had to go to a fire stick just to get into the app, just to be able to load something in, instead of just turning on cable and talking into your remote. Yeah. yeah. So I get it. I totally get it. I'm just more on board with streaming. But anyhow. Well, so, I should find what I wanted. So. Well, well yeah. you did because... You're a little I more tech savvy. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to see that episode. So uh, the show Surreal Estate recently premiered on Sci-Fi. Mm -hmm. And it stars Tim Rosen uh, and Sarah Levy, Sarah Levy. And both of those actors starred on Schitt's Creek. Ah, okay. And uh, so Tom, uh, Tim Rosen plays the head of a boutique residential real estate uh, brokerage specializing in metaphysically engaged properties. Mm -hmm. In other words, haunted houses. Yes. And so the, the head guy has some type of connection to the spiritual realm. And he's got a team of people who actually help figure out what's wrong with a house so that they could eventually sell it. Because one thing that offends him to no end is selling something below market value, uh, which is kind of a funny thing. And Sarah Levy is the brand new uh, real estate agent hired by the firm. And it, it's actually very weirdly shot and constructed. So if you if you watch enough international stuff, and I'm talking things like Law & Order UK, specifically from the UK. They they do different camera angles and they do different types of, of I don't know, the show feels different. Mm -hmm. So if you watch something like Killing Eve, Law & Order UK, Luther, even Doctor Who sometimes, all of those shows look different. And this had the look of that. And besides the fact that they tended to to gloss over some things to get from point A to point B, it's actually a decent cross between um, like Supernatural and NCIS. And I say that because now there always there seems to be this trend in TV shows where there's a team of people. Like the show Bull has a team of people where somebody has a specialty that helps the main character. The Equalizer, okay, yeah. the same thing. 
NCIS is the same thing. So it's very procedural. And I was asking Laura, so what do you think? And she said, well, if it turns out to just be freak of the week, I, I, I'm not interested. So I think there is going to be a recurring thing. I've watched the first episode and I liked it enough. And she liked it enough to give it another episode. Okay. But I, I would like to see where the show goes. So if you're into, you know, spooky stuff with a little dark humor here and there and you're missing Supernatural, this could this could fit part of that bill. I I liked it. But again, I don't think it's going to be as polished, I guess. I don't know. Uh, So I don't know. It just feels weird. So just put your feelings of regularly produced stuff to the side and jump into surreal estate on sci-fi. I liked it. Okay. Okay. I, I want to find it and watch it. Yeah. Cause I remember seeing previews for it and going, Ooh, that could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what else you got? So my other show here is on Apple TV plus and it mm-hmm. just came out today. Two episodes. Um, it, they're going to be they're half an hour a piece. It is written, created, produced, directed, and starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh. It's his new show called Mr. Corman. Okay. He is a 30-something fifth-grade teacher who he's just starting to realize that he kind of settled for being a teacher rather than like striving for his dream to be a musician in a rock band. Like he was in this rock band and then it all kind of fizzled when he broke up with his girlfriend and it's been a year now and he's really just become dissatisfied with his life. He starts having anxiety attacks, panic attacks, and he's been sleepwalking through his life and it's hitting him and and just, oy. I mean, it's a little bit comic, but it's also kind of depressing to watch i mean there's only two episodes so far so i'm not entirely sure where this is going because i only got like an hour of show but man he's looking pretty harsh too they made (laughs) they did a good job of making him look like he's this tired weathered guy that just he's like overwhelmed with his student loans i mean he's not like hurting but he's just not well off and oh man yeah he gets a call from uh, a bill collector and he's like, well, how am I, why should I give you any numbers of my social security number? I don't know you. I don't know if you're lying to me. You can be lying to me. Yeah. You know, well, I'm like, yeah, if any bill collector calls me and tells me you owe me blah, blah money. If I actually answer the phone, usually if I don't know the number, I ain't answering it. Right. But I'm like, send me something in the mail. Send it to me in mail. Bye. Hang up. Yep. <clears throat> But he goes on and on and yeah. Oh geez. That's a whole other thing. And then, so he tries to call, he calls his insurance while he's having the panic attack to try and get a, a referral to a doctor. So he could go to the doctor about this panic attack he's having. Cause he's having chest pains and well, we all know what calling an insurance company is like. I mean, you might as well just lay down and die at that point <laughs> if you're having a panic attack trying to talk to the insurance company on the phone and of wow. course he gets a number to a doctor calls the doctor well it's 
early September because school has just started. It's only been a week. We know. We know this because mm. he said so. And the doctor doesn't have an opening because he's not, he, because he is a new patient, this happens until November. So he's like, I am having chest pains and an anxiety attack or panic attack or something's going on here. And I got to wait two months. And she's like, if it's an emergency, go to the emergency room, dial 911. And I'm like, I knew she was going to say that. I just knew it. Wow. Yeah. And so he is just not having a good time in these first two episodes. Not at all. Okay. But I think I'm willing to give it a couple more just to see where they're going with this. Okay. Because he, he's a likable guy. I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I like him. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. He's talented. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a try. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give it a try. Keep going. See where, where it ends up. So on a scale of one to ten, where would you a throw it? Scale of one to ten, I would say this show is maybe a six or a seven, but it's only been two episodes. Yeah, I think two I would give half hour episodes. I would do the same kind of rating for surreal estate so far. I'd give it a solid six and a half. Okay. Yeah. You know, definitely okay. on the plus side, but something you know. to check out, see if you might like it. And if you don't, eh. Yeah, yeah. And this is Mr. Corman on Apple TV Plus. I would not sign up for Apple TV Plus just to watch these two half-hour episodes. Ooh, I'm so glad you brought that up. If there's something else on Apple TV Plus that you might want to watch, like Mythic Quest. Oh, which I totally sure. need to watch season yeah. two. I have not watched any of season two. Uh, okay. But yes, yeah, then, or, or the morning show, um, Ted Lasso, those would be mm -hmm. worthy of your Apple TV Plus subscription. But this show alone so far, nah. not so much. No. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that, that brings up what I forgot I watched. Ah, what did you Because watch? I... Because I also paid for it. <gasps> we watched Jungle Cruise. Did you know? That's Disney Plus, right? That's Disney Plus. Oh, but it's like the premium. You got to pay for it, Disney Plus. Gotcha. Right. So if you like have a... Movie. Gotcha. Right. So if you have a subscription to Disney Plus, which you have to have first, mm -hmm. you are able to buy premium... For $30, the ability to watch a movie before it hits Disney Plus for free, which is usually a window of uh, like a couple of months, a month, okay. whatever the fuck it is. Or three months, whatever the hell. Yeah. Okay. And Jungle Cruise stars uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's sort of a kid's version of Raiders of the Lost Ark meets The Mummy. Okay. And I don't know what we were expecting. I because because the rock is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I th and I thought, all right, so this is going to be kind of badass, right? It is a straight up kids movie. Mm, okay. A you know, and I and because <clears throat> of that, I found myself getting slightly bored. Hmm. Because of some things that happen in the movie, just some of the stupid action that happens in the movie is geared toward more kids. Okay. And 
And I love Emily Blunt. I've loved Emily Blunt since Devil Wears Prada. And The Rock is always The Rock. And he's always, and this is not a pun, he's always solid in what he does. I, I, you know, you know what you're going to get. I get what you're saying. I, I, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that is can a funny you, Can you smell what I'm cooking? I'm sorry. That was a rock thing. <laughs> Shout out to The Rock. Okay. But this movie, if I were 12, be would be awesome. Okay. And it had the distinct feel of a Brendan Fraser mummy movie. And it really, really, really made me miss Brendan Fraser in the first two mummy movies. I love those two movies. The first two mummy movies. They were were really good Mm -hmm. and really entertaining. So Brendan Fraser, please come back soon. Um, He did, didn't he? In something recently? Yes. He did in that Don Cheadle movie on HBO Max. Yes. Yes. The one I still have not seen. Yeah. I have to watch that still. Um, plus he's got a a very kind of heartbreaking story of where he's been and why he's been out of, of acting and so forth and so on story. Yes. So if you haven't caught up on that, people look that up, uh, especially if you've been a friend, a fan of Brendan Fraser and wondered what happened to him. Mm -hmm. But this movie, and I'm glad you brought up the fact one that Dwight could have watched suicide squad at home, but chose to pay for it. Mm-hmm. To the fact that you just reviewed something that you would not have subscribed to Apple TV Plus specifically for. Oh, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, I took the bullet for you to say that unless you have kids right around 10 or 12, wait, wait three months and wait for it to premiere on free Disney Plus. I will and do I, that then. And I say that and I say that not to take money out of anybody's pocket or anything like that, or, or to say that it's completely bad. It is not completely bad. It is just not a more adult oriented adventure film. Okay. So. uh, Some of these movies that they come up with that Disney comes up with makes me wonder, did they create jungle cruise just like because they want to add a ride to one of their parks that is it, a jungle cruise themed ride. There's always there's already been a jungle cruise. Is this is there? Okay. Yeah. Uh, see, yeah, it's know. actually it's based on an, an existing thing. Okay. So then maybe they're going to update this jungle cruise ride? Possibly. More with movie stuff? Like because after Pirates of the Caribbean came out, they updated the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, and they updated the Tiki Room with more of the birds from their movies too. Which I, oh my God, you reminded me I was actually in that. Yeah, the Tiki Room wasn't like one of the original, like it was an original thing. It's not really yeah. a ride, but they changed it all. And I remember going there and, and my friend being very upset that it was all different and not the same Tiki Room Yeah, from when she was a kid. But that's what I think about for these shows. But Disney is a master at its own self-promotion. Yes. Even though even though I really 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 and I and I'm saying this in support of Scarlett Johansson should not have paid for it given how they tried to throw her under the bus by blaming her for being insensitive to COVID. 
yeah. for bringing up yeah. that lawsuit. Whoever that lawyer is, fuck you. Oh, fuck all of them. Yeah, fuck that lawyer and fuck that team of lawyers at Disney who dared to throw ScarJo under the bus like that. Because mm-hmm. the bus ended up rolling back over you. So fuck off. Good. Good. You know, so, but saying that she's insensitive to COVID, I highly doubt that. Yeah, no. So any hoosie. Jungle Cruise, but put that aside, Jungle Cruise is just appeals to like a, like a, like a kid. Yeah. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I just wish that, and the marketing worked. It got me to pay for it. It absolutely did. So it did its job. I can't be mad at that. I'm just disappointed that I paid 30 bucks for it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. For a movie that I thought it would, I didn't, what I saw of the trailers for Jungle Cruise didn't make me think specifically kid movie. Yes. I thought exactly. it was more family movie where adults could enjoy it as much as the kids. Yes. And it and it gears much more toward kids, kids. like older kids, like not six or seven year olds. Right. But still. But young, still kids. Younger. Okay. So my review of Jungle Cruise, it's good if you've got kids. You're not going to poke your eyes out if you have to watch this a couple of times. Okay. Because the kid likes it. That's handy. You know, that's that's handy to that's know. Handy. Yep. But to me, it is not worth the 30 bucks. I'm mm. sorry. It's not worth the 30 bucks. Good to know. So, Dwight, do not go see it in a movie theater. Yeah, stay home. Oh, my God. Just stay home and wait 90 days or whatever yeah, the hell it wait, is. Just wait, wait, wait. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, my international show. International show. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a series on HBO Max from the BBC. It's got two seasons. 13 total episodes. Each one is half an hour. And speaking of surreal estate, this one is called Ghosts. Mm. A young married couple, Allison and Mike, they learn that they have inherited a country estate. However, this is a completely derelict estate. It is also haunted by more than 10 ghosts from different eras. You got a caveman, the Georgian noblewoman, the failed poet who died in 1824, the scout leader whose neck was impaled with an arrow in, ni- in 1984. Did I say the failed poet from 1984? Yes. He's a failed poet from 1824. Ah. The scout leader is from 1984. And the basement apparently at some point was a pit for plague victims to be buried in. So the basement is filled with plague victims and they all really understand the inner workings of the boiler. (laughs) 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 So the ghosts do not like this new young living couple coming into their house and wanting to make it a hotel. So they're very upset. And so they, they use each of their individual specialty skills to try and haunt this couple to get them out of the house. Mm-hmm. Like one of the ghosts, if he thinks really hard, he can move things with his finger. Another ghost can make the lights fizzle and stuff. And the one ghost just makes everything smell burnt wherever she goes. Cause she was burnt at the stake as a witch. Ah, yeah. 
Um, so the one guy who can actually touch things, he gets it in his head when he sees Allison hanging out the window trying to figure out where this pigeon's coming from. Because the pigeon keeps coming into the house. And he pushes her out the window. Oh, wow. And after her near-death experience of falling out the window and being in the hospital for a couple of weeks, she comes back home and now she can hear and see all of the ghosts. Mm, okay. And when they realize this, they kick it up a notch. And one of the ghosts is singing about being a modern major general at the top of his lungs over and over all night long. The burnt stake ghost is just screaming at her to get out, get out, get out, get out. She's just hearing them all night long and they're all in her face and the caveman is scaring her at every turn. And she goes to the to the, the hospital to be like, I need some drugs because clearly this head injury is just really bad. I'm hearing things, I'm seeing things, I can't get any rest. Well, the doctor she's been talking to is a ghost. Oh. And that's when she realizes, okay, I haven't seen this guy at the house for the past however many days I've been at the house. Because I'm, I'm still not entirely sure how long she was at the house with the ghosts harassing her. So she's and she's seeing other ghosts now she realizes around town as they go back home and she decides all right we're going to we're going to work together here now what the hell do you people want cuz I'm not leaving my house cuz I I I'm in it now and y'all aren't leaving either so what do you want and then the wackiness ensues from there now that they have made a deal together and oh my god, it's really a funny show. These different ghosts and how she's trying to interact with actual people who come to the house. And she, everybody thinks you're crazy if you say you can talk to ghosts. So right. she's, the ghosts are talking to her at the same time other people are talking to her. So we hear them all talking over each other, like the 10 ghosts and the, and the other person she's trying to talk to. You can't hear anybody, but at all so she's trying to act like i can totally hear what you're saying but she has no clue what the person just told her and okay. then she's telling the ghost to get lost and of course the person thinks they're telling her that she's telling them to get lost it's really there's a lot of funny shit going on these ghosts oh, are good. crazy weirdos and they all like friends too as well okay <laughs> <laughs> it is a wacky wacky Oh, it's and a wacky it's called... British comedy. It's called Ghosts. It's on HBO Max. Okay. And it, it that came sounds out like something fun. Yeah, it's totally okay. fun. It came out in 2019, so it's a it's a new series. It's not some old thing either. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Cool beans. Yeah. So that's my international show. So, are you ready for some news? News. <laughs> Insert news theme here. All right. So first up, and this is just an aside. You know what Laura said to me the other day? What did she, she came she came across a fact that really makes my soul hurt. Uh-oh. Do you realize that Vigo Mortensen is currently the same age as Ian McKellen was? when he played Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings movies. Wow. 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 So I was like, get the fuck out of here. He is not. Sure enough, Viggo Mortensen is 62. 
Damn. He is the exact same age as Sir Ian McKellen when he played Gandalf. Hmm. And Ian McKellen is eight, is in his 80s. Well, oh, fuck wow. me. All right. So there you go, people. Great. There's your we're all getting old <laughs> reminder for this week. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that. I, I had to bring that up. So thanks to David. David. What up, David? So he was telling me that that movie Chronicle. Do you remember the movie Chronicle? Maybe. All right, Chronicle is the movie. and Chronicle uh, is the movie that actually broke Michael B. Jordan. That was his breakthrough role, and it was about some kids who. And it stars Dane DeHaan. That was one of his big things too, and. It's about four kids who come across like a substance that that gives them incredible powers. Oh, I as, have not actually seen this all the way through. It's really good. And as their abilities grow, their lives spin out of control and the darker side of everybody comes out. And Dane DeHaan is very good at a at a really, really good bad guy who turns worse yeah he was in that powers. valerian whatever movie yeah okay and, and michael b jordan plays the extremely popular like high school quarterback football dude like and, the and anyway. jock okay yeah well they're they're actually making a sequel to chronicle really? with a with a female lead oh which is fine but it makes me wonder okay what happened to the original characters but okay, I, I guess uh, I don't know. Well, some of them didn't. <laughs> some of them didn't make it. Oh, well, I haven't seen it. Shh. Hey, I said some of them. <laughs> you don't know which ones. <gasps> but anyway, so that's that's one piece of news. Mm. Uh, the next piece of news is that remember the movie She's All That? Yes. The really sexist movie about a guy who makes over the ugly duckling who's really not an ugly duckling. But Oh, they've had so many of those, but yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, I know which one you're talking about now. That was like in the 90s or yes, 2000 it was, it, or something. Well, it's getting a gender swap and is now called He's All That, and it's going yeah. to be on Netflix as of August the 27th. Yawn. And so I watched the trailer for this. Mm-hmm. And... What annoys me about things like this and is that, first of all, being the fat kid in, in my class or, or one of the, the fat kids in my class, I would never be in He's All That. So they, it's not like they start out with a complete diamond in the rough and they make you know, a guy who looks like me into the stud. No, they start with somebody who is thin and relatively good looking. He just has longer hair. He looks like a skateboarder dude who just likes emo music and goes away. Mm -hmm. but, the, but the main point of changing somebody has always been the problem I've had with these movies. Yeah. You know, like, why would you change somebody on a bet? That's the shit that Greece has been getting for for 40 plus years now. That 
because Sandy changed herself at the end of that movie to please oh, Danny. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I th- I thought the bet part of it, like somebody right, right, made right. a bet on that one. No. I, I don't. Yeah. But anyway, he's all that is getting a remake with a gender swap. So if you have teenage kids, they'll at least have two hours of their lives. They'll never get back beginning August 27th. Yeah. Well, the thing that bothers me with those is so the person can't be attractive to anybody else the way that they are now. They need to be changed in some way to be attractive at all. Right. And all the other kids just beat the shit out of this one kid, you know, just humiliate him and all that. Yeah, and the, the popular bullying is bullshit. And bullying is bullshit. And bullying is bullying. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're talking about somebody's looks or you're picking fights with them or or whatever, it it it's really an attack on somebody's psyche to say you were not good enough like this. Mm-hmm. Now you are. Yeah. Now we'll like an, you because you're prettier. Like you're pretty, exactly. You're you're more attractive, so now everybody at school will like you. If you were just more attractive, if you didn't wear glasses, because they always take off the glasses and suddenly they are just so much more sexy because glasses can't be attractive and sexy. Right. (laughs) That that always that drove me crazy too. Except if you're a porno, but Mm -hmm. I digress. But but in this movie, it's more like the cutting of the hair and getting rid of the baggy clothes. Uh, yawn. But again, it's bullshit, but whatever. It's all bullshit, yeah. Okay. It, so moving on. Moving so, on. the head of Viacom CBS, owners of, you know, Paramount Plus and all that, mm-hmm. thinks, and I agree, that a 45-day window from theatrical to streaming is an ideal way to distribute movies nowadays. Yeah. So okay. so way ba- way back in the day, you had to wait years for something to appear on Which VHS. Dumb. I mean, I remember Star Wars, it took 5 years for it to be on VHS. Then it then it was a year. You had to wait a whole year and then it debuted on VHS and you could actually watch it at home. Mm-hmm. Then that turned into six months, and then that turned into like four months. Now it's going to be probably 45 days. Hmm. Eh, I, 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 but in this, but in this content driven world, especially with COVID, mediocrity is coming through a lot more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and David was forwarding me all of these things about remakes and, and all of this other sort of shit. Like, there is no fucking originality in Hollywood anymore. You're gonna do a se- you're gonna do a sequel to Chronicle. You're gonna remake a movie that doesn't need to be remade in yeah. in He's All That. You know, you've got all of this shit going on, and really now you're just gonna give me the ability to see shit sooner. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Thanks, Hollywood. <laughs> but any whoosie. So be on the lookout for for that to kind of be the new norm. Mm-hmm. As a way to placate celebrities with a theatrical window because of their contracts and the constant need to stream stuff at home for people who are just like, well, fuck it. 
Yeah. Yeah. For people like me. And people like me. Yeah. All right. I think that the stars, it would behoove them to add in a streaming revenue clause to all of their contracts. Well, and and who knows what that looked like before COVID. Right, right. You know, that was probably included in a regular distribution deal. But because of COVID and you're going from theaters to only streaming or co-releasing, that negates the contract. And that's the whole reason why we, ha- we have to pay such close attention to the ScarJo lawsuit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that's going to define how deals are made from now mm-hmm. on. Yeah. But, but anyhow, yes. And I they absolutely should include streaming clauses in their contracts. As long as they don't make shit. All right. <laughs> there will the always last be piece, shit. There will always yeah. be shit. Well, there will always <laughs> be shit. But yeah. there's stuff that I am really looking forward to. Like Dune. Ooh, the remake yeah. of Dune on HBO Max looks mm-hmm. so solid. Mm-hmm. It just looks good. Yeah. And even though that is a remake, its source material was, well, even though I think she's all that, that was, um, uh, she's all that is loosely based on, um, what the fuck is that? The movie that I'm thinking of. My Fair Lady. That sounds about right, Yes. You know, where he takes this cockney girl and turns her into a lady. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, well, yes. anyhow. Well, the last piece of news I've got is that Angela Bassett, who should be Angela Badass, is going to get paid $450,000 an episode mm-hmm. for her role on Fox's 911, making her the highest paid actress of color for a drama in TV history. Wow. Almost half a mil per episode. On an ensemble mm. show, by the way. Have you ever seen 911? Mm. Yes, it's, it's really entertaining. It. Yeah, it's 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 really TV light. You could turn it on. It's yes. got storylines that you follow, but it's entertaining. But damn, yes, that's, that's kind of cool. We're talking about how much you loved it. So I, and because you hate Mass Singer, I watched what you love. And oh my God, that show is terrible. 911. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mass Singer <laughs> is terrible. I'm so glad that you oh, recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. The, the, the tidal wave coming at, I don't know, LA boardwalk beach and oh my god that show oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's that's that's redonkulous oh, that show was that show was horrible but whatever <laughs> but yeah i, I get you know what? i know what you're talking about it's entertaining mm-hmm. so that is what i've got this All week right. yeah i i give you what i got yep so everybody log on to the watchlistpod.com come click on that contact us button let us know what you think of the Suicide Squad. I'd be dying to know what did I miss in that fucking movie. <laughs> uh, and if you rented Jungle Cruise, let us know what you thought of that too. Especially if you have kids. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com or engage us on social media at symbol the watchlist pod, at symbol pirate Alice, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, and let us know. 
Yeah. Everybody, have a wonderful week. Please be safe out there. Thanks for listening. And we are going to be back next week with more stuff that we've watched. Yes. How's that? At least it's it's a generic ending, but at least it's it's higher like energy. <laughs> higher than, quality than what we have. Higher said. quality. Right. Exactly. So everybody mask up if you need to be safe and we will catch you next time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs>